are recording now. Let me close Yay. all these windows so I can find my <laughs> questions. Cindy, Amy, hello from Las Vegas, Rhode Island and Maine, right? Am I, are you serious? Yes. <laughs> it's, you know, Cindy, I think we might be as hot as Las Vegas right now, though. It is really hot here right now. <laughs> I got a good vibe, Cindy, because, you know, isn't Stephen King in Maine? Isn't that where all everything happens? He, he is from Maine, and most of his movies are based in Maine. Yeah. And this is my first uh, Comic-Con at home interview. So thank you so much. This is exciting. I go to Comic-Con every year. And of course, this year we're doing things that are completely different. So thank you both for speaking to me today. And also thank you to the Travel Channel because I'm a huge fan of that channel and of your shows. This whole place just feels, it feels pretty awful, honestly. And I know that the family was terrified in this house. They were horrified. This house is so angry. It's making me feel angry. Like I'm getting pissed off just even being in the presence of this house. Let's begin, let's begin with Cindy. Uh, you discovered your abilities at a very young age. Tell me about that. The first experience I can remember having was at age 10. So I saw a girl, a dead girl, standing directly next to my bed in the middle of the night and I was terrified. So I just remember pulling the covers over my head and I pulled them back and she was still there. So it was, it was a horrifying experience. Um, but it never left me. I think I tried to tell myself I had imagined it, right? Or that maybe it was just a dream, but it was so vivid and it, it followed me my whole life. So when I really started to understand what was happening with me, um, then it all made sense. I mean, th even after that, I started to, you know, know when things were, were gonna happen before they did. I could feel energy, I could read people, but it took me really until um, around nine, 19 years old when I met my first mentor to start really processing some of the things that had been happening. And then I realized, no, I really did see that girl <laughs> standing next to my bed. Um, so it wasn't for me like, oh, at age 10, I'm a psychic medium, this is gonna be my, my life. I really would never have imagined it uh, at that age. But it, yeah, I mean, a lot of things, uh, you know, hindsight is twenty twenty. So a lot of my experiences that, that were happening, you know, over all those years when I was younger now finally make a whole lot of sense. Oh, hey, hey. Hi. Sometimes we find in places like this, it's better if someone affiliated with the location comes in and just lets the spirits know what we're doing and that they can talk to us. So right now we're gonna try the spirit box experiment in the attic. The idea is I'll just say whatever I hear in here, but I have no idea what he's asking. Amy, recently you posted on social media, you're looking for haunted locations in Rhode Island. Have you got any good bites? <laughs> Uh, we're trying, you know, we're, it's hard right now because Adam and I can't, um, well, nobody really can travel. <laughs> and so um, we're trying to find some cases close to home that we can investigate uh, just to make life easier. Because every time you leave a state, there's all these different regulations and rules. But so far, we've gotten some really good ones. So we'll see. And Cindy, you traveled the world seeking out other mediums. Who was the most fascinating you discovered? Oh, boy. Indonesia is a magical country. Um, I think I would have to say there are two healers in Indonesia that have completely uh, blown my mind and changed how I view what's possible. Um, there's one called uh, named Kia Genghis Moyo, and then there's Ki Pranaliu, and they, I mean, they, just the way that they can manipulate energy is, is mind-boggling to me. I've seen 
people light paper on fire with their hands and look, I'm skeptical too. So going into it the first time, I'm like, oh, that's a nice magic trick, <laughs> you know? And then um, I went back again a second time and filmed it from every angle. And, and it's, it's still, it's, it's amazing. So there's so much out there. There's so much. And I still have so much more learning to do and traveling to do because um, I think in the West, we see things one way, but when you go to the Eastern, you know, countries, they have a whole different methodology for connecting with spirit and using energy. It's fascinating. And Amy, for 20 years, have been helping people who are besieged by otherworldly activity. Are all your experiences different or do you see a pattern that happens over different families? Uh, actually, yes, we definitely are seeing patterns emerging as we investigate more. And um, where I mean, I would say one of the biggest patterns we've noticed is that activity seems to escalate once you're more aware of it. And so, you know, we've been helping a lot of families and businesses who, you know, started to become aware of their hauntings and their hauntings start to affect them. And it's almost like once that ghost sees that it's getting attention, it starts to act out more. And so that's probably one of the more um, prevalent uh, things we've noticed in like family homes and then also in some of these larger locations that have been investigated quite a bit the more they're investigated, the more activity starts to happen. So there's a lot of intention and energy being put out there, we think, with this new interest in the paranormal. Well, I don't wanna say new, but with the more intense interest in the paranormal, and that is affecting things. And without getting too personal, but what's the dating scene like for someone who's a medium or an investigator of the paranormal? That's gotta be a really bizarre first date. Still single, still single. No, um, I no, can seriously. imagine. No, seriously, it's interesting. I mean, I, I I can imagine like if I were dating a medium and a psychic, I'd be like, are they reading my mind? You know, there's so, so it's this, it's interesting. Um, you know, I I don't know if that's why I'm single. I travel a lot. That makes it difficult, but um, it's weird. It's a little bit weird, you know, because then I can sense things too, and then I'm like, I see you, you know, and then that makes it weird. So. <laughs> <laughs> I think the way it works for me, you know, I've been with my guy now for eight or nine years, and I think it's really, um, he doesn't believe in any of it. <laughs> so I feel like that, you know, he just, he, to him, it's, he's like, whatever pays the bills, like literally that's his attitude, no matter what happens. He's been to events with me, he's been to appearances with me, he's seen strange things, but he's one of those people that just, he's very old school New England, just doesn't doesn't believe in any of it so i think that's why we work i may need to find a guy like that amy i'm gonna try that <laughs> there, you know I, he has friends <laughs> i'm, I'm, I'm sickle too i don't mind i think a first date would be really incredible to go to a, a reading or a, a haunted house i think that'd be a great first date there you go <laughs> paranormal well, matchmaking <laughs> Well, Cindy, Amy, thank you so much for talking to me today, and uh, we'll catch your shows on the Travel Channel. Thank you for being at my first at-home Comic-Con interview, and uh, when you have a chance, come visit us in Las Vegas. I know you're way over there in Rhode Island and Maine, but we'd love to have you. That sounds thank great. Thank you. Thank you so much. <laughs>